the only times I get unmotivated, I don't know. It just it hit me, and then like ten seconds later, I snap right out of it because I'm like, nah, man, you gotta be greater than everybody else. You gotta you gotta work harder than everybody else. So me knowing like that, I gotta go hard. I don't know. I just love it because you know I feel like I'm the underdog at all times, and while people are sleeping, I'm up. I don't sleep. Dreamers welcome podcast. Dreamers welcome podcast, ladies and gentlemen. We are back with another episode. Feeling blessed and highly favored. Um, it's December 30th. We're going into the new year, and I feel like it was only right to talk to my companion, my homie, somebody that I've known for a while. You know, he uh, he on his entrepreneurship, and just overall, man, he he just somebody that I've seen progress, and I'm blessed to have him here. And I I know y'all gonna enjoy the story, ladies and gentlemen. We got Chef Dane in the building. What's up, big dog? What's going on? I'm cooling. How are you? How you feeling? Going into the new year, man. Just blessed, man. Just blessed. You know. Um... Just being on my own now, man, doing these private dinners, you know, uh, I'm just honored people even want to invite me out to their home and give me the opportunity to, to cook for them. And so, you know, just, I'm excited about the new year, man. And I, I know you got a lot more to go, bro. We we was talking about it earlier before we started, just how we got going to the new year, doing things different that that we should have did maybe this year or we didn't get into or we didn't wasn't able to catch up to yet. Mm-hmm. But, you know, how you feeling about just next year? How, what you think that's going to do for you, man? Man, next year is gonna be crazy. Next year is gonna be crazy, man. Just I, cause I know, man. Just cause, uh, just every day, man. I just, you know, more doors open up, more opportunities open up, and I'm not afraid to walk in those doors anymore. You know, I used to be. So I just know that if I keep doing what I'm doing, then I just know things are gonna happen. Yeah, it's gonna know? come. It's gonna come. All right, yeah. So, uh, for the people who don't know, you know, I obviously know you for a long time. Um, just a brief background about yourself, where you from, and. Actually, what we already tapped in on a little bit, but what do you actually do now? Uh, yeah, man. So, you know, born and raised in Dayton, um, uptown Jefferson, to be exact. Um, man, you know, got into cooking at a young age as a hobby just to feed myself. I liked eating. Um, and just from 11 years old to now, man, you're talking 19 years of just cooking. Um, you know, I'm now a private chef. You know, so it's uh, it's been a journey. It's been a it's been a cool little journey, man. Word, word. So, okay, so like you said, you just like in the kitchen as a young and just figuring shit out, like as you was like just on some hungry shit. Oh uh, man, I'm talking about because I know you wasn't busting out the bando cooking second eggs at eleven <laughs> and shit like that. So nah. I know nah. it was something that was gradually getting into it. Man, I'm telling you, like back in the day, man, when I was young, it was like eleven. I started, man. You, you know, you mess up a lot. You ain't gonna every dish ain't gonna be good. Yeah, nigga, you burn the kitchen down, my nigga. Shit, oh, man, it's been plenty of times, man. You know, mamas don't know I'm in there whipping up. I'm loving it. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I done made terrible things. I done made some good stuff. You know, you got to fail, man. You got to fail a lot in, in order to get good, you know? Man, so so who was around you, like, when you started just be like, man, I'm hungry. I'm about to do this shit. Like, was it just you was just paying attention to how your peoples was cooking and you just mimicked that shit? Or, like, how how'd you go about just like, man, I'm about to try this shit? Man, honestly, my, my my homie Real, who's you know sitting right here right now, uh, Railroad man, Railroad man, man you know y'all, y'all know, <laughs> he uh you know he been my dog man since since he uh came to to the middle school that you know I went to uh we was like twelve years old man and cooking for him because we used to skip school you know my cousin Aunt he lived with me and we would skip school shouts out to Aunt yeah, yeah my G Aunt, you know yeah yeah man <laughs> my shout out Aunt man out there in L A I love you cuz. But it's uh we were young man I was cooking 
and just just fucking around, man. We high skipping school, and you know, just when we went out doing no bad shit, we just didn't want to go to school. You know what I mean? So I'll just feed everybody. So you got a gang of niggas skipping school. Yep. Y'all in the kitchen. You, you whipping it up. Yeah. Yeah, just, just fucking around. Yeah, <laughs> they liked some, it. You know, they, nah. they was they was liking it, so. And them, your uh, your your critics, the motherfuckers that's telling you. <laughs> your homies. Hey, I'm talking about, I, mean, I grew up around dudes that were, like, they they wreck on you all day. <laughs> you know, we that's what we did. So they going to be honest with you if the food bad. Nah, facts, you know, these facts. weren't no fake dudes. Like, these are some real ones, man. Like, these like. And they it, let you know And it's something you're trying to get into And you got these motherfuckers that's judging it Yeah, like, oh, yeah shit. That gave me all the confidence in the world If I could get these jokesters to, to like it Nah, you know facts So, nah, what, um, what got you, like, really starting to uh, take it serious? Like, when you realize, like, oh, yeah, like, this shit about to I'm about to do this Like, for sure Like, do this, do this Or, like, you just start working in the kitchens and I mean, I started well, at a young age. I started at 19 when I started working in the kitchens, but I don't think I took it as serious. It took a while for me to like switch gears. Okay. Okay. So when you was just in the kitchen, that was just what? Uh, that, that was me like, n- you know, not knowing what I wanted to do in life, but I knew I loved to cook. So I was like, man, let me try to work at a restaurant and see if this is, you know, for me. Yeah. And, you know, I got into it. I actually liked it because, you know, I enjoy cooking. I, I like at this point, man, I'm 19. I've been feeding people eight years. You know, that's, I feel like I'm real good at it. Yeah, yeah. But never thought, man, it would be like, you know, where I am today. So it took me until I was 27, which was three years ago, to really like shift gears. Full and throttle. Like, and yeah, full throttle. What What did they have you doing in the kitchen when you first started? Like, was it just straight? Uh, Man, they put me on the line and they put me on the fryers. So I learned how to work the fryers, man. And, you know, I'd say the fryers, man, skill wise, it's decently easy. You know, it's just a lot. Of paying attention so you don't overcook things, but the, uh, there's you're dropping something in grease, you know. So it's not yeah. like it, you're on the grill and you know what I mean. So I got to the grill eventually and like the saute station, and that's where the creativity comes in. You know, that's where the skill comes in. You know, you putting you making sauces to order and stuff like that. So that that's the specifics. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, you yeah. know, you're not just dropping the bass in some grease. You really got to flip that meat at the right time where you will overcook it and you know stuff like that. So yeah. You know, I kind of worked my way up the line, and you know, I ended up running that kitchen like a year after I started. Word. So, so let's talk about um, the transition from cooking and being a chef. Explain to me the difference. Um. So, being a cook, you know, you are pretty much, you know, on the lower scale of the hierarchy, mm. and you pretty much, you know, you you're usually assigned a station. So that's what you do. You know, that's. If you work salad station, you make salads. You know, you're doing short order stuff. Um, and depending on what the place is, you know, some of that stuff is already just blueprinted for you. So it's, it's made to be easy. You know, it's almost just like dummy proof because it's like y'all get, they got these cards where you like, this is what you do, this is what you do, this is what you do. Right. And that's what you just repeat. Step, right? ingredients, everything. Those are like short order cooks, you know, just stuff like that. Yeah. You know, being a chef, man, it's different. You know, it's Create creativities involved, um, a lot of thinking, you know, a lot of numbers. Um, it's just more to it, you know. It's more creative. You gotta use your brain. Um, yeah, it's just different, man. You, you create uh, dishes. We were touching on it too before. Um, you were explaining uh, the artistry behind being a chef. Yeah. Um, to, to the people who don't know that might not see being a a professional chef is actual art. Explain to them like why is it an art? Man, it's it's just. It's a lot of like, it's a lot of you involved in it, right? With a, when you create a dish, like you picking your ingredients, choosing what goes with what, you know, like what 
how does this balance out each other? How does this go with each other? And that to me, that's an art because you got to take these different things and put them together to make something beautiful. Right. You know what I mean? So presentation, presentation when it comes everything. to colors uh, going against colors. Right. You know, and sitting, all that matters, though. All that matters. Yeah. Yeah. You can't th- you can't put brown on brown on brown. You know what I mean? Nah, like, yeah, yeah, that, yeah. That, people are like, that oh, you know. Fuck me up now I think about it. Exactly. Brown, yeah, like, brown steak. Brown as Mashed potatoes yeah, and gravy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly, yeah. So yeah. with me, man, like, I want to make it visually appealing to you. So, you know, it's just, I feel like, it, you know, it's just an art, man. And, and then when you cook it, you know, it's, you got to cook it perfectly. You know what I mean? You can't just I mean, it's, per- it's perfect. It's like bringing it out at the right time. At the right time. Yeah, nah, man, I'm talking about shit. everything. Nigga, I try to do that shit on home meals, nigga. Yeah. Nigga, that shit. Nigga. Yeah, man. <laughs> nah, yeah. I throw it in the microwave. Right. Man, what the <laughs> fuck? Like, this shit fresh up, man. Still cook. Exactly. Exactly. Nah, yeah, so um, influences, man. Influences, whether it's personal or uh, worldwide or, you know, what we see. Who influenced you or motivates you, you know, to, to keep going at your craft and to keep building at it? Number one is my mom for sure. Where she uh my mom was just man, she she's a hustler, man. Like she worked her ass off. She still do to this day. You know, raised me by herself. So just seeing that and then and then my then my homies around me, you know, my you know, you, Real, Mike D, you know, just people who went out and just wanted to believe in themselves and just not not fall in the line of just working for somebody and and man. taking orders every day because you know that ain't who we are. You it's know? bullshit. It is. It's bullshit, <laughs> it's man. Like bull- seriously, I learned that shit at an early fucking age. That's bullshit. But yeah. go ahead. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah. So you know, just being around people who you know, because all y'all did it before me. All y'all went on your own before me. Y'all, you know, y'all bosses, man. Like this is y'all. Y'all run the show. So I just quit my job in June. But I always had the mentality. Yeah, yeah, it's never you know, too late. It never, too never late. too late. I'm 30 years old. It took me until my 30th birthday is when I quit my job. So, you know, but I just knew I had it in me and I, I could believe it in myself. So, but seeing y'all believing in y'all selves and putting yourselves out there like that, that's that's motivational. Yeah, I, I said fuck the safety net early on. And it might have been a dumbass decision at the time I did it. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I got to the point where it was like, damn, I'm too deep in to just kind of like, yeah, oh shit, let me right. double back. Exactly. So yeah, that's yeah. why, I, to me, you know, cause I, I moved out of Ohio when I was 21. Right. And that was really me just feeling like, man, fuck it. Like I'm not about to be no Walmart greeter at 60. Right. Exactly. <laughs> you know, shit like exactly. that. Exactly. So I seen a lot of shit early on. I just segue my mind. I was just like, nah, bro. Like it's more to this shit. And then, you know, once you jump off the porch and do more shit, you know, it, it, it keep you going on your craft. Yeah. Like, And I'm glad to be uh, some type of inspiration for you to do that. You know, we all, we, we all just, Danner did at the same time. Just yeah. made, made our own decisions of life. So Yeah, for sure. And, I mean, at the time when you did it, shit, it felt like perfect timing, you know, with man, a lot of shit I'm, you got going on with it. Man, I'm a believer in energy and vibes, and, you know, something told me. You know what I mean? Like, I just, it's the first time I ever felt like I should just quit, you know, and, and, and just do my own thing and believe in myself. So, yeah, it was perfect timing because that's when I felt it for the first time. So, because that was my next question, too. So, that's, that's just what made you tar- started to, that's what made you start to take it more serious as a chef. Once you just kind of, you just, you just was ready to just to say, fuck it. You, know, you was tired of answering the people or you just, you just. Man, yeah, it got to a point where I just, yeah, like, when you start, like, you feel like you losing your soul or you, like, losing your passion or whatever nigga, for something, yeah. that's when you know 
it ain't right. You know what I mean? So I start feeling like that, and I ain't it's never miserable. felt like that. Yeah, I was miserable. Yeah. I didn't want to go to work. Yeah, bro. It was just like, man, I feel like you the go, sun you was ain't gonna, You ain't want to go to work to do the shit that you love that to you do. That you love to do. You, you know what I mean? doing it. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, I was going through that shit, bro. Yeah. And so was, so that that feeling just took over, and you just was like, man, fuck this shit. Fuck it. No I'm plan. No plan. Man. I have no plan, man. I ain't had no job lined up. I ain't have nothing lined up. I quit my job. And not I'm not even joking. An hour after I quit my job, man. It was like seven AM. People was hitting me up. You ready to do this? Let's do this. Let's do this. And I, I'm I like, think I was on the motherfuckers when we did yeah, our like, yeah. Yeah. So yeah. I was like, damn, okay. That's what's up. So, you know, I got something. And then man, yeah, man, it just from there it just was like all this stuff start opening up and I start doing this and doing this, cooking here, cooking here, just doing little pop ups around Dayton. Um And one of the biggest things you was doing uh this summer if you can explain that. Oh, man. I got the opportunity, you know, to cook out there in Yellow Springs with Dave Chappelle and, you know, my homie Donnell Rawlings, man. Like, it was just, it was just a blessing. By the man. way, his his homie, by the way. It's, oh, man, that's my it's dog. Way past, it's way past that's, just, like, that's my dog. hand daps and see you later. Oh, right man, now. that's my dog, man. We, you know. How, how did that feel to even, um for that to come together to you? And, you know, just, just the opportunity. Like, how did that feel? unreal <laughs> you know I mean, to be bad. honest like you know i come from you know i come from like that, that shit don't happen where i'm from you know what i mean so in my world man that's just beyond my my even thought like i never even would think that would be a thing you know i thought me being a chef at a restaurant was the top i thought that was the peak you know what i mean yeah yeah i didn't think it'd go any higher you know and i think that's another reason why i lost my passion a little bit because it's like damn i've reached the plateau yeah, yeah exactly where do i go from here so being able to cook for, you know, for these guys, and I'm not like a dude that trips out over celebrities, man, but, you know, I do understand Dave Chappelle's a legend. Like, he is a legend, man. Like, But it makes sense, not to be cliche, but it's like, man, you got a, I mean, not city nigga like that, but you got a city nigga that's good at his craft, and you got a city nigga that, you know, made it doing this shit. Yeah. So it's like the opportunity for him to present it to you like that, I mean, I think that shit is flattering, to be honest. Nah, man. It's, it's like, who who better else? Some, some white motherfucker? Mm-hmm. I mean, no disrespect, no... They fuck with everybody, but to see you doing that, it just it seemed like it was a perfect person to handle that type of situation. Yeah, hundred percent. You up on your resume and shit like that, so I commend you on that. Hey, that that shit, you know. And uh, and me and Ant would be talking about it, like, yeah. and like, bro, I can't believe I'm watching this nigga's story. And he's, <laughs> he's in the river with Darnell. Like, like, it's just like, hey, nigga, it was but crazy. shit, you know, like, man, I was, I remember, man, I was uh, on the river, man, and you know, I got Talib Kweli right here, you know, and that. I'm just sitting there like, damn, man, you know, these guys are literally legends, man. Oh, like, it's crazy. Like, it's crazy. But it's humbling, and it felt unreal, but I wasn't scared at all. I was more anxious and excited for them to eat my food than I was nervous. Right. You know, I was like, man, I know they're going to love it. So you didn't even, yeah, so you didn't even go into it like, man, you, I mean. Man, you, I was, but when I, when they told me that we was going out there, I was like, man, that's, that's crazy. I can't wait. Let's go. Like, <laughs> I'm, about to, I'm, about to, I'm about to blow their mind away. Let's talk about. You know, coming up for me, I seen the way that it was supposed to happen, like far as getting jobs and shit like that, and the pass down of like, you know, the typical factory jobs or you know whatever the case is. You know how was it for you to see how your people's was like working and everything like that, and then for you to actually feel like that's something I don't want to do, like basically like you going against the grain of it. Yeah, I think for me. As I've never been a fan of just working for somebody and then just taking 
orders and just like they, they keep you here. You know what I mean? They keep you like low. Mm-hmm. You can't really reach nowhere higher when you work for people, man. So that never was attractive to me. Like I was always like, man, I don't want to do that for the rest of my life. Yeah, clocking in and all that shit, bro. Like one of my jobs I had that made me stop. I was working at this call center and then they literally was complaining to me about my bathroom break. Yeah. Like you're not gonna tell me how long I got to take a shit. Yeah. Like period, my yeah. nigga. And nigga like me, I shit. <laughs> so nigga, <laughs> nigga, I'm thinking throwing ten minutes. I'm scrolling. Like, yeah, man, yeah. fuck that shit. So for me, yeah, it was just like, man, that like I saw my moms and everybody do it, and, and you know, that's no disrespecting them is how it was, but it was foreign to them when I like I had a two year scholarship at St. Clair. Right. Fuck that shit. Right. Nigga, I don't give a fuck about this shit. Like, man, to me, man, if the shit don't feel right to me. I just can't do it. And people who do go against their feelings, I get it if you're fearful of that shit. But mm-hmm. at the same time, it's like, man, that shit ain't worth it in the long run. Like, we were just talking about it, bro. It's miserable to do something that you don't want to do. Mm-hmm. So Yeah, for sure. I, I just couldn't see myself doing that. So as f- far as, like, making the decision to still do what you want to do in life with, the, with chef, well, cooking and then turning into a chef, how do you balance that out from your personal life? Because... It's always a situation that goes on with somebody where the personal things going on can affect if you still want to choose to pursue a dream into a career. So how how do you deal with that? Or have you been in situations like that where your personal life did affect what you wanted to do? I'm not going to lie. Being a chef, man, is like, it's one of the most demanding jobs in the world. You know, it's no, we don't, even like when you work at a restaurant, you don't clock in on nine to five. It's, you know, you put in long, long hours. So it's, it sacrifices a lot of your your personal life. Yeah, you know I mean, you don't get to see people as much, you know, um, your loved ones and you know, they might take it the wrong way or they don't understand. But, you know, with me, it's like this is my this is my passion. It's what I love and this is what's got me out of my situation growing up. You know, just put me in a different situation. So I'm gonna go hard at it and I just you got sometimes you gotta choose to look, like to sacrifice people in your life, you know, or they understand. You know, like real. Even if they don't understand. Right. Like real, man. Been my best friend for 18, 19 years. And he understood that I was busy. I wasn't the same guy from back in high school. I didn't have time to kick it no more. I'm working. But he would always show love and come see me and come get some food. And you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. bro, would still. I went out pop there up. a few times. Yeah. With him. You didn't game yeah. up with him. You know what I mean? So just seeing that, I was like, that's my dog, man. You know what I mean? Because he get it. And I lost friends because I wasn't kicking it no more. Yeah, a lot of people don't get it. Exactly. So um, how important is it to, you know, set goals for yourself? Because, you know, I know what. So when you did make that, when you did make that drastic decision at 30, you know, like, how did you go about setting some goals or how did you go about like, all right, the game plan for what you want to do next? Man, I just knew that. I, I got a lot of support in my city because a lot of people show me love, man, and come out and try my food. So I just knew that I just need to start cooking somewhere. You know, when I quit my job, I had no plan. So I was like, I just need to be able to get somewhere where people can get my food. So, you know, I found a situation where I was able to post up downtown in the Oregon District and be able to cook. So from there, like my whole goal was like, okay, well, I found a place. Let me just keep coming here and being able to like, feed people at least once a week, you know what I mean? So we would, we would go out there, me and Rail, man, set up, and, you know, once a week, and everybody show love, man. Food was selling out. Like, it was just a beautiful thing. 
So that was my whole goal because I didn't really think too far into it because I was just winging it because I quit my job and I jumped right into something. Right, right. My first event was 11 days after I quit my job and I fed almost 500 people. Like, like not easy. What I ain't never not fed that many easy. people in my life. I've probably fed 200, 300. At, at one Man, time? Within four and a half hours. Yeah. 500. <laughs> how, do you, how do you even prep for that? Or did you? Man, we we, we spent, did you prep? Yeah, yeah, yeah prep. <laughs> me and my me and my homie Juan and and Rail. I had Rail in the kitchen. Man, Rail do not cook. I mean, I, this man does not cook at all. And I had this man working in the kitchen. Dog. I was like, I need your help. We about to be prepping. Yeah, for that it. actually blew my mind. Man, what he did a whole day with me too. I was like, <laughs> man, he was in there. Legs, legs was hurting. Knees was hurting. I'm like, man, this this, this the life. You know what I mean? So. He, we was in there uh, the whole day before, man, just prepping everything, you know. So, you know, I'm going to get it done, man. I'm going I'm to make sure what I, I do and I need to do. And spent about 18 hours prepping the day before. Yeah. Damn. Yeah, 18. Mm-hmm. So, when you are unmotivated or if you do get to the point of, like, some type of discouragement, what's what's some things that you try to do to uh, get the spirits back? Bring it back. Yeah. Honestly, I the only times I get unmotivated – I don't know. It just, it hit me. And then like 10 seconds later, I snap right out of it because I'm like, nah, man, you got to be greater than everybody else. You got to, you got to work harder than everybody else. So me knowing like that, I got to go hard. I don't know. I just love it because, you know, I feel like I'm the underdog at all times. And while people are sleeping, I'm up. I don't sleep. Word. I don't sleep. That's how I gotta be. I sleep probably four hours a day, man. And I know it ain't healthy, but that's just how I operate. But that's literally that's how I gotta be. Yeah, exactly. My mind when I'm up at night, my mind is like, "Ooh, what can I do to teach myself something new? Let me, you know, look at new ingredients." You know, I don't know. It's just like I'm always yeah, just wrapped in that, man. And that's all I think about. You got a favorite dish that you that you just absolutely like? Not not for yourself, but just for other people. Just like. Honestly, no, man. I don't. I don't have a favorite dish because I cook so much different food, and I don't put myself in a box. That every dish is exciting, you know, because I'm I'm excited every time I do a private dinner because I'm I'm excited to make this plate of food, you know. So I don't really have a favorite thing I like to cook. Word. All right, so the transition, the transition from when it, it turned from like. The dream to the reality, like when it was just like, all right, like, I mean, you just you were just talking about the, the deposits is dropping right now, but, <laughs> but uh, yeah, but nah, just explain like if you can, when did you notice or feel that transition? Like, and not to say money was it, but just the feeling of like, damn, like, man, I got some longevity at this point now. Like this shit ain't going nowhere. Like, did, do you got a point to where it hit you like that? Yeah. Um. I'd say it was this summer, to be honest with you, when I was like, when it really hit me. Um, when I was out there cooking, you know, in Yellow Springs with the Chappelle summer camp, that right there solidified to me that I can do this long term. When you're in a restaurant, sometimes you get unmotivated because you like, you think this is it, you know, you don't see any cap or you see a cap, you don't see it beyond that cap, that wall. Right, exactly. You're silly. Yeah. So it's like, damn, when I got out and we started cooking for you know these people it was like man i really can take this far as i want to man because you know because i got there just by grinding do what i do every day like and the fact that i was out there and then they kept bringing me back out there and i was out there damn near every day i was like well man this is this is what i'm meant to do this is what i'm put on this earth to do that's probably a crazy feeling like oh, you yeah. said you just being around a certain people that like you said not being starstruck at all but just like 
Man, nah. in a in a in a in the vicinity of like, oh shit, like man, I'm gonna be honest with you, being around all them dudes out there, like it was the it's the most inspirational thing I've ever been a part of in my life. These dudes is like, not only are they great and legends of what they do, you know, I'm around the best writers and producers and you know comedians, and then they bringing out people to do you know guest guest uh, appearances on shows and stuff. So I'm like around these super motivational people who are just hustlers man they you know they don't just do comedy they got so much other stuff going on yeah that you just you just around it and that energy is like addicting you know what i mean you like you want to be around these dudes. you want to soak up as much game as you can from these people because obviously they get it you know what i mean yeah, it's yeah. obviously they get it and they and they know what, what they're doing you know yeah I, i've been blessed to be around a few people and not to compare but just yeah. just to understand that feeling of like man y'all niggas got so much more going on and y'all, they still enjoying it, and they still doing what they love to do. Yeah. And you just catch that bug of like, God damn, like, you got to do more. Ah, right, what? It's so what? much of fucking course. more that you can be, of even course. though you there at the moment, because you yeah. there for a reason. They yeah. picked you for a reason, but right. it just be like, it's exhilarating, like, Man. oh, fuck. They like, put a whole new life into you. You like, yeah, like, I got to go harder. I got to go even harder now. No, literally. Like, like you said, with no, with no sleep and just no sleep. being one step ahead of yeah. How you gonna make the finest dish or anything like that? Like, yeah, I understand that feeling because yeah. you damn there feel not worthless, but just like you ain't doing enough. Yeah, not, you literally right. just no. to yourself. I like, say it to myself all the time. Like, man, like, man, nah, you ain't bro. going hard enough. You slacking. You man, know what I mean? Nah. I tell myself that all the time, man. But it, but that 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 brings more characteristic out when you just be hard on yourself. Yeah, for and sure. When you know it is, you got to push yourself, man. You got to challenge yourself. So what what um what personal changes do you think you made within yourself from the 19 year old in the kitchen to the 30 year old that made the decision? What personal changes you think got, got you where you at now? Confidence, confidence, man. Nice. nice. Not being, you know, I feel like a lot of us are hard on ourselves or like, you know, we get insecure or like we're not confident about doing something or putting ourselves out there like that. Like it's scary. I know it's scary. Like it's scary to just, like to believe in yourself and be like, no, I'm gonna just do this and take a risk. Cause nobody wants to take a risk. You know, everybody want to play it safe. Mm-hmm. I, I, I know that I am a hustler at heart. I know that I'm. People love my food and they, you know, remind me that all the time. So it's like if I know that I got the support and if I know I know what I'm doing in the kitchen, why can't I get out here and figure it out for myself and try to make a way, and and do some dope shit. You know what I mean? Like I always just want to do dope shit and not be part of the norm and just be hiding in a a restaurant you know what i mean right in this this big ass world i just hiding in one restaurant why can't i travel and cook for people and and touch people and you know just give them an experience that they aren't getting you know that's my whole thing just thinking bigger and put myself out there man that confidence man that's that's key that's dope i love that i love that answer all right man well look um i appreciate you coming i think we covered a lot of things and, um, you know, the whole point of this podcast is basically a platform for me to try to put other people's stories out because I feel like everything that was talked about is important and people need to hear it. People need to hear, like, it, we always see the good shit that people post up or people talk about, but we don't hear, like, the hardships and the, the bullshit that we endure when we got to do this shit. So yeah, I personally want to say, bro, I, I appreciate you. Like, I fuck with you heavy. Like, anything you need, I got you. And like I said, this platform, I just want people to just hear it. Like I said, it's, it's more than, like, it's, it's more than music at this point. 
It's yeah. just it's just projecting it out there to everybody that need to hear it. Exactly. So I appreciate you, bro. Man, you already know it's so all love, be dog. And I know I know it's blessings to come. And goddamn it, I'm you just know, gonna we keep gonna, working. Yeah, we're gonna keep going. Gotta keep working, man. Blessings gonna come as long as you keep working. Absolutely. All right, y'all. So look, that's another episode of Dreamers Welcome Podcast. Um, where can they find you at? Follow you. Oh man, Instagram, Chef Dame Fly. You know, that's where I post all the content, man. You know, I got food for everybody, so you know, something to look at on there. We're gonna have the links down there. Follow me at CEO Peso. Make sure y'all follow Dreamers Welcome Podcast. And yeah, keep dreaming. God bless. Dreamers Welcome Podcast.